It is the third space podcast, 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 podcast. Buddy, how's it going? We're the third space. I'm Jeremy Verkley. And I'm Kevin Weir. That's and- right. And we're fully employed individuals. <laughs> oh, that's where you were leading with that. I thought you were going to some sort of like 90s educational rap. No, I'm not that good at, at rapping improvisationally. Uh, neither am I. I'm terrible at rhyming. <laughs> yeah. All the bad things. Yeah. I'm Kevin Weir and I'm here to say don't get HIV. <laughs> That's what, that's what they wrapped about in the 90s, right? Sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're here. Yeah, we're here. We're here where we record. <laughs> Every single Where week. are you? Uh- <laughs> tell us where you are, Justin. How come you're not telling us? Justin, talk to us. Why aren't you talking, Justin? I want you to talk to your uh, computer or your pod, your pod iPod or where find a microphone all microphones are connected we're 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 hearing we're we're hearing we're wearing headsets right now yeah yeah we're also herrings <laughs> this is not a red herring though no no no, no you do it justin you do it justin and only justin do it if you're not justin you do it we will hear you if everybody who's not justin talks in we're not gonna hear justin <laughs> you're just gonna be talking over justin and we want to hear so much from justin that's right all right well that was dumb. we'll also accept justine <laughs> okay justine uh, can also do it <laughs> yeah. i guess uh that was dumb yeah <laughs> you're not wrong that was very dumb uh i got a response from our uh last podcast where we spoke very quietly oh yeah and said it was upsetting oh really <laughs> it was very quiet you're like that was very quiet and it was very upsetting <laughs> okay so there's some people who don't like it when we're really loud and some people that don't like it when we're very soft i think the problem is we're very soft to sound apparently like we were like we were attempting to seduce them poorly <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> let's just be at regular volume. I mean, that's the plan. The plan is, yeah, all right. The plan is regular volume. I mean, if we wanted to be louder, I guess I could keep that blanket draped over me all, all the entire time. No podcast. one saw that except for me. <laughs> yeah. You're like a weird Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I was a Jedi, I'd be a pretty weird Jedi. What, what would you do if you were a Jedi? Um, if I was a Jedi, I would leave the temple and go to, like, a beach planet and just hang out. Because that means I would be in the Star Wars universe. Yeah? Yeah, so I just go to a beach planet. This whole tr- planet of beaches. Yeah, every, every planet's one thing. It's crazy that the planet has no ocean, was all beach. And then when people are like, hmm, return to the Jedi Council, you must. I'll be like, oh, but I feel a force sensitive here on this beach planet. I've got to go get them. <laughs> or I can see there's a pineapple in your hand. It's the only food here, man. <laughs> <laughs> This planet's, this planet's got two things: beaches, beaches and, and pineapples. Pineapple. It's got a third thing, which is giant man-eating crabs. But they're on that beach. That's right. This is a crab-free beach. <laughs> no crabs on this beach. That's right. So we're promised by my tour guide. I mean, force-sensitive <laughs> guy. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, "He's gone rogue," and I'll be like, "No, I've been relaxing." He's gone relaxing. Yeah, He's gone stupid. No. Uh, I no. mean, the, relax, relaxing. I mean, the the, the Jedi co- like commandments code is pretty strict, anyways. I'm sure they like from that point on, they'd be like, "All right, uh, you, you can't fall in love, you can't have sex, can't go to the beach," <laughs> and I'll be like, "Nah, <laughs> I'm a fallen Jedi. I guess just gonna hang out on this beach." <laughs> Uh, yes, there's many Jedi who have turned to the dark side, and one who we don't talk about. <laughs> and one that turned to the beach side. <laughs> beach Jedi. <laughs> just wearing the flops. Flops in a Jedi robe that stops at, like, <laughs> a cat- the upper thigh. Yeah, it's a, a Jedi kimono. Just like wearing a Jedi kimono. Yeah, a Jedi, a Jedi kimono. And uh, obviously my lightsaber would be orange. Like a sunset on the beach. 
<laughs> the great thing is obviously, and uh, the 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 back half is a pina colada. Yeah. The great thing is that inevitably, as it always happens, uh, the Jedi Order falls, and yeah. someone has to go find the Jedi. So they reveal the Order. They're like, I heard of a Jedi on this planet. <laughs> oh, truly, he could teach us in the ways of the Force. And then they arrive, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh shit! Darth Vader shows up and he's like, oh, "Jedi, I have come for your life." And I'll be like, "Yo, man, I hadn't done four stuff in years. Hey, you like pina coladas?" <laughs> but then you make it float over to you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is pretty much the extent of my force ability. <laughs> he mu- he must be some sort of powerful user to have survived Order sixty six. <laughs> No. I just don't think they just cared. I just went to the beach. <laughs> Go to the beach, beach. All right. <sighs> it's not really our topic at all. No, it has nothing to do with our topic. No, that that was a uh, fun bit hit, of go around though. Hit me up, George Lucas. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you when you want when you want the Star Wars beach special, yes, you let me know. Let me know. You've already done the Christmas special. It's time to have everyone go to the beach. Look, there needs to be a hot springs and beach episode. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there needs to be a moment where, uh, where, set, where you know, all all the characters are on the beach are relaxing. They look over and you just see the, you know, the, the force ghosts of Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin all just like giving a thumbs up and they're in like bathing suits. Yeah. And I'm like limboing under my force li- like held lifesaver. <laughs> There's Yoda in a onesie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> see, everybody wants to see that. Um, the original puppet, by the way, in the onesie. Not like that CG bullshit. Original Yoda puppet in a onesie. Yeah, original Yoda puppet in a onesie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, get, just getting sauced on mimosas. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I want. Everybody, that's what the people want. That's what we want. That's, we're people. That's why people were so <laughs> upset at The Last Jedi. They're like, there is no beaches in this one. I thought there was going to be a beach because there was this planet and there was dry everywhere. And I thought, wow, there must be an ocean somewhere on this planet where they'll go for a beach. And there wasn't. Somewhere in this new trilogy, they need to go to the beach or I will be furious, JJ. (laughs) (laughs) But hashtag put Star Wars on a beach. You cowards. You cowards. (laughs) What? Do you think we don't want to see all of them in bathing suits? Yeah. Everybody I wanna does. see I wanna see Chewy. Yeah, I'd say he put on a bathing suit. No, he wouldn't. He doesn't he, wear clothes. He'd take off his bandolier. Is Scandalous. Then he's naked. Yeah. And he's just full naked. He's full naked. Do we not talk enough about the fact that Chewbacca <laughs> is just naked all the time? Here's the thing. Are you naked if your hair is covering everything? I mean, because according to the internet, if you're not showing your nipples, you're not naked. Yeah, yeah, I think they're still naked. Like no one, no one looks. That's why you can put clothes on a dog. That's true. You can put clothes on a cat. You can put clothes on animals. Yeah. However, if you put clothes on Chewbacca, he would still be wearing clothes. You can't put clothes on Chewbacca though. He has a strict free donging uh, clause in <laughs> his mean, contract. I mean, yes, he, yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> he's talked it over with the uh, with the rebel HR. Yeah, with rebel <laughs> HR. Uh, Mr. Baca, we have had some complaints uh, that the fact that you have been, well, free donging. <sighs> yes, yes, I understand that is part of your culture, but there has been some complaints. So perhaps. <clears throat> all right, all right. Well, perhaps you could maybe just put on some underwear. <clears throat> all right, I will t- talk that over with uh, with the general, and maybe we can get you some sort of free donging license. <laughs> we got a Han Solo we can get it for you uh, Han are you naked again don't worry I've got a license got a license. <laughs> got a license to free dog uh, and free vag I guess I guess if I had a vag uh, <laughs> you get one license it works for uh for is, all is our sexes. topic about all the characters in movies that are naked and nobody comments <laughs> on kevin no um i suppose we should do our topic we probably should i don't know it's it's been what 10 minutes yeah okay no that, yeah let's do it i think we're gonna hold up that jedi thing for another um 
I mean, I could probably keep doing these jokes about Star Wars all episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll do one of those eventually. Yeah. We'll, hit, we'll hit Star Wars. We'll, go, we'll wrap around to Star Wars again. Yeah. All right. No, we are not doing that. We are hitting a classic video game trope. That's a right. A thing that pops up all the time. Yeah. Basically, there's a bunch of games yeah. where you collect stuff. Yeah. So and I, you, usually in that game, there's a resource that doesn't seem that important. It's abundant. It's easy to get. But if you get enough of it, you'll get a bonus. Yeah, so, uh, Jeremy. Kevin. You're a Mario. I'm I'm a, I'm a freak beast? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> you a freak beast. Okay. Uh, you a freak beast named Mario. All right. You know, one of the many species of Mario. Mario, Mario. And you run it around your 2D world, or sometimes 3D. Mm-hmm. Say right now it's 2D. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're, you're jumping on, jumping on turtles, squashing whatever the fuck a Goomba is. <laughs> the mushroom thing. The mushroom thing. Yeah. All right. You're squashing mushroom tips, uh, and you see in front of you a shiny gold that is, I think this one's bouncing along the ground. Yeah. Bouncing along the ground. Sure. That happens to one of them, I'm sure. Yeah. Some of them are hanging in the air. Okay. Yeah. If you hit the block, they can bounce on the ground. Yeah. Man, I'm losing my mind. Uh, you hit a block with your head. You smash your head against a block out of anger and rage, I suppose, <laughs> uh, and sexual frustration. Yeah. Because uh, that yeah, princess is always in another damn castle, and then coins burst out. Ooh. Now, you collected how many of these coins safe so far? Oh, I don't know. Maybe like 99. 99 coins? All yeah. right. Yeah. So you pick up the next coin. Yeah. And then you feel something inside you. What? Something shaking. Something. Something growing. What? It's not. It's not some sort of weird cancer from all those mushrooms you've been you, you've been eating. Oh, that's good. That's good. No, you feel like perhaps if you jumped in that pit over there, you would come back. Whoa. So yeah, in Mario, you collect a hundred coins, you get a life. Yeah, and there's a bunch of variations of that in uh, in Crash Bandicoot. You connect. You collect enough of those fruits. Whatever they have a specific name. They look like mangoes. You collect enough mangoes, you gotta come back for another go around. Yeah. I think it's a hundred as well. As long as it's usually a hundred. You collect enough heart pieces in Legend of Zelda, you get more life. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a slightly different because that one is that is a finite resource. That's true. Versus the coin and the Which is regenerated. And the the fruit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Mangoes. Just mangoes. 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 Crash Bandicoot and his mangoes. Yeah. Uh you collect enough of them, and you get to come back again. That is that one's. Mm-hmm. But you didn't mention that in other ones that have more finite resources, they actually get you a bonus or something. Yeah. Uh, you get extra life, or maybe you get more ammo, or maybe you can hold more ammo, or yeah. maybe you get, like, a speed boost or something like that. Yeah, in... um. Uh, in Badger Kazooie, you there's the there's all Badger Kazooie's all collected. Like, it's a collectathon game. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's so that one you're collecting. Like there's the each level has the the Jinjos. Uh, you collect five of them or six of them. Jinjos, the most frustrating collectible ever invented. Also, living creatures that could help out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. could they could just jump off of there into your arms. Yeah, they're they're all they're always they're always like, oh, you rescue the Jinjo. I'm like, rescue. He was in a corner. He was standing in a corner. He could have these useless creatures. <laughs> Why am I saving them? They have but for bonuses. Their their evolution. They've they've evolved like evolution. Strong, uh, fittest of the strongest, right? Yeah, survive. Fittest of the strongest. Yeah, <laughs> fittest of the strongest. Ah, uh, yes, from Windar. Yeah. <laughs> uh. uh. Survival of the fittest, you yeah. know, evolutionary lines. How do things keep going? Jinjos have evolved that when you click six of them, you get something precious. Yeah. Which is the only reason they survive, because they're useless. Otherwise, yes. They they will not walk. They will not do anything well, to there help is, themselves. Well, there is one secondary effect of Jinjos, Kevin. Huh? They can fuse together to f- perform a mega attack against witches. Oh, that is true. Yeah. As you're being a lot of Jinjos. Yeah. That's, that's so many Jinjos. Uh, yeah, th- that is their only evolutionary advantage. Yeah. So basically, we want to take this idea and be like, okay, what if, if you collected a certain amount of collectibles in the real world, you get a bonus? Yeah. Now, we're not just going to do coins, because that's silly. <laughs> I mean, we... 
could do coins. Well, we would have to do collectible coins. Because remember, all of these things are collectibles. Well, I mean, this is what I sort of I want. This is the first thing I want to discuss in this topic is that there are different. Like there's the collectibles that are finite, yeah, and then there's the first ones we mentioned, which is what was mentioned when the topic was first brought up when we were preparing it um, about uh, twenty minutes ago, <laughs> uh, which was which was the 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 Mar the Mario collectible, the Crash Bandicoot collectible, the Spyro collectible. No, those ones are actually finite. I yeah. don't think they have life. Yeah, they don't come back. Um, where. Just you collect a hundred of them, boom, extra life. Yeah, and sometimes those are tied in with the other things. Like I think in no wait in Donkey Kong sixty four, I think the bananas are also finite. Yeah, the only things where I think that they're infinite are Mario and Crash. Well, and so that Mar- that is because you reset the level. That is true. Yeah, the level resets. Right? You can't go back and collect them again. If the thing is in Donkey Kong Country, if you reset the level, the bananas would come back. It's true, right? Yeah. It's only yeah. in, in later games where they became more finite. So maybe, maybe the concept you have to go on, if we're, if we're trying to figure out the logistics of these worlds, is that the only reason that those things do come back is because the level resets. Like in, like in Crash Bandicoot, when you re-enter the level, and Mario, when you re-enter the level, you are essentially resetting that world. Yes, but I Which th- is not I, what we're talking no, about. No, we're not talking about that. I don't think we should include it because the real, real world has several several things going for it that a video game world does not. Like, for instance, plants grow and change. Yes. Um, which might happen in a few rare video games, but it's definitely <laughs> not the standard. No, it's not the standard. Um, you know, so plants grow and change, geography changes over time, weather patterns change according to a bunch of different variables. The real world is just so much more complex. Yeah. Um, and also... It's constantly creating new types of collectibles. That's true. Yeah. So I think so. In that case, I, I so then there's not they're all finite to an extent. They're finite as much as anything is finite. I mean, I think I think we're gonna have to range sort of from the very regeneratable stuff that gives you a bonus yeah. if you collect enough of it. Yeah. And the sort of thing where it's like, oh, you collected. Three porcelain dolls. That's a set. It gives you this the, bonus. Then why, then why don't we standardize this? And why don't we go through it uh, like w- with some sort of form and order? Like we're logical people as we discuss this fictional world. What are you talking about? Well, I say <laughs> we begin with the one we began with, which is the hundred ones of coins and and fruits. And that is because something that's super plentiful. So you need a lot of it. They're not part of a set. Yeah. They're just like... So how do these things enter the world? Well, the thing is, I don't think it can be a coin that's in circulation. I don't think it's a coin we can make. There could be naturally occurring coins. I guess that's true. In in Mario, I'm not sure what the concept is behind those floating blocks. Yeah. Like, did... Is that part of the 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 mushroom the mushroom kingdom make those and fill them with coins, or is that a naturally occurring f- flora and or fauna? Well, I think the thing have is, you considered the blocks are alive. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I haven't, but I think that's a topic for another. Some time. of them are actually some of them, some of them are alive. Swamps, yeah. yeah, or hop around. Yeah, um, I think Kevin, we have to take out the idea of unnatural things being created without. Uh, being manufactured. All right, so no no coins, only naturally occurring objects. Well, again, coi- coins would work, but they have to be out of circulation. Okay, so like old coins? Yes. All right. Old coins, but I think old coins are more of like a set thing, right? You get a certain amount, like 10 or 20, and all of a sudden you get a bonus. We can talk about what that bonus might be later. So, I mean, essentially that means just coin collecting. All yeah. those coin collectors are just got some sort of bonus. Yeah, yeah. Collecting is a big deal in this world. But I think we can do the sort of, like, get enough of this and you get a bonus without it really being a set. You're not, like, getting different ones. You're not like, I need a penny, a quarter, a dime, and, and a loony from 1900. Right? You're not doing that. Uh, so, you, you so what? Is the idea more of, like, you need... 10 coins that were minted that like 10 pennies that were minted in 
Yeah, but I, I think that's like a, a set. I think like if we're going for the type of like you get enough mangoes and you get a bonus. Yeah. I think we choose something that is it requires searching, but it is very common. Something like four leaf clovers. Okay. Right? You can find a four leaf clover. It's not that hard to do. Well, I mean, why don't you give something a little bit uh, more common than that? Because the things that when we think about, like the mangoes from yeah. Crash Bandicoot, those are very, very common. Mm-hmm. Like amazingly common. The, the 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 yes, they give you an extra life, but that's because in that world you constantly are losing lives. Oh, I got, I got it, Kevin. I was I've thinking, got it. Okay, yeah. Bugs, <laughs> bugs. Well, they're everywhere. They're everywhere in the world. Okay. Right? So, and you have to either catch and collect or kill them. Okay. Is is a specific kind of bug? I mean, I think we just choose something that's everywhere, and that's mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. (laughs) Okay. So, mosquitoes, when you smack them. When you smack them dead. Smack them dead, that is ding. You got one. You got one. You got one. Yeah. When you you smack a hundred mosquitoes, you get something. I don't think extra life. No, it, it doesn't apply well, to I the th- real Well, I think world. also in the real world that is such a, a much bigger thing. Yeah. I think the thing is we have to we have to compare to a – in a Crash Bandicoot world, getting an extra life is good but not the biggest thing. Sometimes you just get an extra life yeah. by picking up a pickup. Yeah. What would be the equivalent in, the, in our world of getting an extra life? Getting a donut? No. What if I... you just get a donut? <laughs> What if you just smack a mosquito and then just a nice donut lands think, in your hand? I think hands? what the extra life does in the game is it lets you play for longer without losing, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. So I a have donut. T- I have I have two <laughs> options here. Okay, for what I think it would do. Yeah, one I think it sort of gives you a little bit extra energy, so you have to sleep less that day, right? You yeah. have more time to do things. Yeah, or it adds a tiny amount of life to your life at the end. No, Jerry. I think I think what you're what you're describing is food. Yeah, something that gives you extra energy. Well, here's the thing. No, I definitely think it's food. The, the bonus, yeah, for mosquitoes, right? I'm saying you get less tired. You need less sleep. I'm not saying you have more energy. No, I I I think I think to go along with the idea of games, you have to get something, and I don't think a super transitive property like you are slightly less sleepy yeah. is all that interesting. I do think literally food appears in front. You get a sandwich because you, you're, you're saying that it gives you the energy to keep going and, and, and literally food is energy. Food is like carbs. Like you, you, well, it, yes, but that doesn't change. I would rather have it give you more time to do stuff. Right. Cause I feel like that's the parallel we're trying to hit. No, but I, but if the idea is that a, um, that uh, an extra life let I said lets you play for longer. Mm-hmm. That's literally what food does. Food lets you play for longer, right? But uh, what I'm saying is, food already exists, Kevin. You can go eat something. It's not a bonus. No, but it is. No, but but also in these worlds, you can go just pick up an extra life. Like you can just find an extra life in a box. Like you can find food in a box. An extra life is just food. <laughs> like you can, you you can be playing Crash Bandicoot, break open a box, and there is an extra life in there. That's the same thing as when you go. To a McDonald's and order some food and open it up. So basically what you're saying is that if you kill 100 mosquitoes, you don't have to make lunch. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're like, oh, man, I forgot to bring my lunch today. Well, fortunately, it's May. Because <laughs> I'll just go outside and start smacking some mosquitoes. Smack, 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 smack. Yeah. I think there's a more direct comparison and more interesting than just your... You are less sleepy. Well, here's here's the thing, Kevin. If we do that, the problem is you if are. We, if we do that, Kevin, yeah. we're saying this is a world where things apparate out of thin air when you meet imaginary yes. goals. Yes, I thought that's that's what I thought that's what it does. These no. things. Yes, yeah, I was thinking. Well, I was thinking. I'm not gonna say no. I'm saying I was thinking <laughs> yeah. that it's a bonus, so it's like a small thing that happens to you. But the things we were we were considering were were like things from Crash Bandicoot or from Banjo Kazooie. Or even from things like Call of Duty, you get an item, right? In in in, in Badger Kazooie, you get a you get the jiggy. That is certainly true for a lot of the bonuses. Yeah, but there's also think about um, oh frick, I can't remember what the games are right now. But think about those games where you go out and they're like, oh, you found a red crystal, right? You have ten red crystals because you have ten red crystals. You can now reload five percent faster. Yeah, right. 
Like that, that also exists. I'm not saying that we can't have something that gives you an item. Yeah. I mean, but, and yeah, I, I would say that, that there probably are some of the ones that are the more like percentage based, like small things like that. But a lot of times what, what those collections are actually giving you, like in a lot of those games, is they're like, oh, like if the game is you, you, you reload 10, like 5% faster. Oh, it's because the things you collected allows you to have um, those clips that are taped together upside down. Like mm-hmm, they actually mm-hmm. give you something to explain why you are because okay if that's the case then yeah using our mosquito example yeah the bonus we get from mosquitoes should have something directly correlated to mosquitoes or their function well i mean (laughs) you just got a blood sausage (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know if that's the best uh, like I'm, I'm open to it being. Well, I mean, mosquitoes literally, literally drink you for nutrients. Yeah. You kill them, you get those nutrients back. You get food. You get something. Wait, do you get like a nutrient cube? Sure, you. It doesn't. Sure, it doesn't. If if you wander that way and you don't get actually a distinguishable food, you just get a clump of nutrients that you can eat. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing is, what I was gonna say is that staying, staying awake longer does not actually extend your game time really yeah. because. There's only 24 hours in a day. You don't suddenly get 15 extra seconds in the day. No, but if you need to sleep less, you can do more stuff. Yeah. Um, I know that doesn't apply to you, Kevin, because of your buckwild schedule. Uh, but that's the way it works for most people. Nah. Uh, no, I, I, I think it makes much more sense that you get some form of food. So, yeah, I, you slap 100 mosquitoes, you get a nutrient block. I think you, you get a nutrient cube. You just get a cube of nutrients? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty sizable. An extra life is is in games is still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You just get you get a protein bar. This would be perfect. No, you 100% get a protein bar. Yeah. But here- you have to unwrap it, too. It comes to the wrapper. Says mosquito plus. It's mosquito plus. You got a mosquito, mosquito plus, plus energy bar. Mosquito plus brand energy bar. Um, here's the thing, Kevin. You would love that bonus. I would love that bonus. It has a bunch of nutrients. You don't have to eat now. <laughs> it's great. You just got you slap. I mean, it sucks when you don't when you're not ready for it and you accidentally kill a mosquito just because like you step down as a mosquito on the ground. All of a sudden, like a protein bar appears in your hand. You're like, oh, I guess I'm saving that for later. I mean, it's in a wrapper, so you can. Yep. <laughs> Oh man, that's great! Oh, you'd have to have you could have people going around just smacking mosquitoes to get protein bars. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, I'm so hungry. Uh, Ninety-five. <laughs> uh, Ninety-six. <laughs> Do you have a counter? Do you have to keep count yourself? No, you don't have to keep count yourself. So there's a counter that pops up. No, no, no. You have no idea. Which means you do have to keep count yourself. Or you could just be happy when you get the bar, Kevin. Uh, yes, but I mean, <laughs> if you are trying to like actually game like game it, yeah. you have to be like, all right, what's that? How mm, how many have I killed? If a mosquito flies into your mouth accidentally, is that a kill for you? Yeah, that's a kill for you. That's a kill for you. <laughs> no um, ki- is that mosquito dead because of you? Yes, yeah. you get it counts. All right. If you hit a mosquito with your car. No. All right. We're figuring out the logistics here. Yeah. We're figuring out. We're... Yeah, because that's not you killing the mosquito. That's your car killing the mosquito. Which means you can't actually use, like, the mosquito. No, you that's... can't. <laughs> my... You have to physically use your body. My favorite thing, there's no way, there's, like, you could mass produce, like, mass produce this, but there's no real good way of doing it because it's still a person. Like, like, one person would be much more efficient growing a field full of, like, food yeah than killing a hundred mosquitoes no it's a bonus kevin i know i know i'm 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 it's i'm, just, I'm cla- like oh this is nice i'm clarifying why Sweet why cookies and cream flavor because i know someone out there is going to be thinking like oh well then there's going to be like this crazy industry made entirely getting so many of those mosquito plus bars no because no. you can't you can't create a machine to kill mosquitoes i will say there will be a crazy person out there who's like i will farm mosquitoes to kill them to get bars i mean yes but that person lives a very sad life they live a very sad life and once once again if you're talking about industrialization one person could do so much better making real food yeah. than just, than just yeah. getting those energy bars for every hundred mosquitoes killed. Yeah. That way it still stays a bonus mm-hmm. versus becoming a main industry of the world. <laughs> yes. That being said, of course, people in places like um, more temperate areas where mosquitoes thrive. Or Manitoba. <laughs> or Manitoba. Ooh, they got horse flies, though. They when do. you kill enough horse flies, you get a steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I like the implication of that. Yeah, you have to. I mean, they're thicker. 
<laughs> it is horse meat. You're yeah. right. Yeah. It is a horse meat steak dinner. Yeah. yeah. Um, you get a slab of unknown meat. <laughs> you slap, you just smack a horse fly out of the air, which of course means it explodes in yeah. glorious goo because those things are the size of a Volkswagen. Yep. Um, <laughs> and you just smack, and then all of a sudden a slab of meat in yeah. both your hands. You're like, uh, is this going in my freezer? Yeah. There might be a couple other ones like this that are like, you do this enough times or you get enough of these very mm-hmm. common things and you get a small bonus. I, my favorite thing about that one is that unlike the mosquito bar, uh, <laughs> it, you don't, it doesn't come wrapped. It's just loose yeah. slab of meat. Uh, you almost don't want to get that one. No, I wouldn't want to get that one. It's just a hassle. You also got hit with meat. Yeah. Slap. Slap. Ah. ah. Why? Oh, man. Um, I think we should, uh, after our commercial break here, we should talk about what happens with collectible sets. Ooh. Because I think there's some interesting stuff to delve into there. But we do have to go to commercial first. Oh, let's do that first and get it right back. I'm excited. The Third Space is brought to you by the following paid message. Oh, man, my my front hall is so dirty. What am I going to do with all this dirt that's on the ground? Have I got a product for you. Oh, how'd you get in my house? Your front door was open. All right, this might be all the dirt's getting in. That's right. Now, have you heard about rugs? Rugs? What are those? Well, it's a piece of carpet you can lay down in your entryway, and now your entryway will appear less dirty. That is perfect. Now, here's the thing. I got a room back there. It's full concrete. Don't ask me why I have it, but I keep slipping in all the bananas I keep in there and hit my head on the concrete. Can rugs help with that? Yes, rugs can help with that. They're the product for you. You can put a rug down, and when you fall, your head will hit soft, plush carpet instead of concrete. So it won't hurt at all? Not at all. Oh, perfect. Now, I do have this car that I have to drive to get those bananas, as I said, but my gas mileage isn't that great in it. Well, have I got a product for you. Rugs! Wow! How can rugs help? They do! Perfect! Please ask your doctor if rugs are right for you. Alright, so we know what happens when you get a large group of common things, which is some form of food. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some form of food or something else that is sizable, small, and a bonus. Yeah. I wanted to I wanted to clarify, this does not count if it's something like a deer or like, no. like I think at a certain point It's not just you kill a hundred things and you get food. No no no. It's just a hundred stuff. Yeah. You collect a hundred mangoes, you get a slightly larger mango. Yeah. Ooh, what's one free mango? Yeah. That's a good bonus. It's a bonus. But then there's also the things that are more rare and have been somewhat cosmically tied into a set. Yeah. And I think these are, this is not like you can't be collecting Funko pops and expect (laughs) to get a bonus. No, no. But on the other hand, you could collect action figures from the 1935 to 1945 world war two era. So what, what I think it has to be in that case is that this is once again, using the third space patented cosmic force (laughs) random cosmic force yeah uh uh it has chosen items that are important to society as a whole but not currently they are some sort of yeah they've got some sort of social significance yes but they're not actually useful currently exactly um and it has tied a certain amount of them together based on either the bonus it gives or just their overall rarity. Yeah. Um, I think more based on the bonus they give. It is groups based on the bonus it gives them. Because uh, the, usually the ones that have the bigger bonuses actually have less. They're just yeah. harder to find. Yeah. It is a combination of that and rarity. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this Cosmic Force uh, TM has tied them together and so that when you find them, they disappear they teleport to your house yes oh my god they teleport to your house they teleport to your house and once they're in somebody's house so long as that house is being lived in by them by them you cannot take them because they've collected it well i know that there's something that appears in some games 
because where games where you can like move your main hideout or something yeah. like that. Yeah. If you move, they come with you. They do. They'll just appear at your new house. Yeah. No one can steal them. But you can sell them. You can sell them. Yes. You, because it's a trade, hmm. really, right? It's a trade. Do you think of the bonus then? Yeah, the bonus would go on. Okay. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I would say that with tying together game logic and real world logic. Yeah. You can, you can, they can be gifted. Yeah. They can gifted, be gifted, sold, or traded. Yeah. To give to give those bonuses to someone else. Yeah, because but they cannot be because stolen. Let's say, Kevin. Yeah. I have four typewriters, but yeah. I need five typewriters to get the bonus. You say that because there's a typewriter right behind me. Yeah, and it it makes sense with what we're talking. about. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, they don't really have a good use. Oh my god, four typewriters. Yeah, but I found them, Kevin. I was <sighs> dumpster diving and I found four typewriters. They just teleport to your house and take up so much space. Yep. They're heavy. Yep. But I know somebody else who has one typewriter. Yeah. But you know what? It's okay because I have, I don't know, what else is something old that I could use in this example, Kevin? A porcelain doll. Yes, I have a porcelain doll. And I know that you have six porcelain dolls. And you need seven because seven is a spookier number to get the bonus <laughs> for those. Now, I, you're saying you just collect a random amount. But I think if we're doing it by the rules of video games, mm-hmm. uh, TM, then, <laughs> <laughs> then it's not just some dolls or some that are specific. There are seven specific dolls that have been connected together. Yeah. Now in games, it's easy to see them because number one, either they're the only thing you can pick up. You're like, Oh, clearly this is, this is the doll I need because I can pick this doll up. Yeah. As opposed to the other dolls I've seen in this creepy murder house. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I think there needs to be some form of, or does no? I guess it'd be you pick up a doll if it doesn't disappear. It's not part of a exactly. Set. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> nothing would worse be worse than you pick up a doll. It teleports like, oh, cool. That was one of the dolls, and then you go and pick up another. Like, oh, cool. I got a second one. Then you go home and there are two different locations. You're like, those are different two different sets. sets. Damn it! <laughs> it's just a collectible card game. I mean, yeah, kind of. Um, I think if we also want to carry on the rule of games. It's also not the entire world. It's no. levels, quote unquote. Which we can take to mean, I guess, geographical areas. We said that each item has to have a social significance. Yes. So, for instance, if you have, oh, I don't know, like a Billy the Kid poster, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, when he was famous. When he was famous. That has social significance yeah. in the U.S., yeah. It does not have social significance in Africa. It is interesting to note that it's a place like like America that does have a lot of cultural impact on the world as a whole means that its its stuff would be more spread out. Yeah. Like versus versus a place that might have versus very local cultural impact things mm-hmm. either either because the place uh usually has that or it's just a local story yeah. will be a lot smaller a lot yeah. a lot tighter i guess which means that inadvertently we've created a world where culture spread is even more important <laughs> is it it is because like the thing is even though let's use america as the example even yeah. though their culture really spread out across the world most of the things that are american are still in america so it's easier to build sets there. Yeah, but as long as those things are reaching other places, the, the the concept of being that, like, okay, a set is created. This set is a set of uh, film reels. Okay. Film reels. Yeah. Um, Hollywood has reached the entire world. Mm-hmm. To get the entire set of film reels, those film reels appear in America, in Britain, in... China in like they, they appear right but it's a matter of two things Kevin yeah the scarcity of the original product and how much of that original product has survived yeah because it could have been destroyed yeah and two how much of the product that's out there is real because counterfeits have always existed I mean yes yeah but th- oh I guess that's right they don't just appear like, no they they are they are transformed things yes Okay, 
I guess that, that does take a little bit. The stuff that stays in one place yeah. will it could eventually... I mean, it's even possible that they could... Oh, that's why archives exist in this world. Not necessarily... I mean, yes, for history preservation, yeah. but also to be like, one of these things could become a set. Yep. Yeah. Well, and a thing is more likely to become a set if it's in a museum, because... And people go to a museum, they learn about the significance of things. But I think the problem is if it's in a museum, it's still important. That object is still important. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I guess so there's a, there's a thin line. Yeah. That's why I think it's actually an archive. Like it's hard to get, it's hard to game this system because it, once again, as we talked about in other things, you, it's based on people forgetting something. Yeah. Um, or something being lost behind, but places that have huge amount of items and huge amount of sets are places that are like war torn. Uh, places like I mean, like Chernobyl, places that have huge yeah, accidents. places that have had like huge disasters happen to them. Yeah, those you'll get those things. You can even get sets that have nothing to do with like each other necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to like like Verdun, you, you, the, a set in that one could be like um, a letter. And a helmet and a... Yeah, it's just items from that area. Items from that area, and the connection is that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe when you... Maybe there's some sort of thing to to go with the idea in games. You have the... Um, <laughs> you have an actual, like, catalog you can look at. You have some sort of weird impression of, like, ah, this is part of a Verdun set. I mean, I, I think it's not an active perception thing, right? No. So we don't actually have to really narrow it down here. If we were doing some fiction with this idea, <laughs> we would true. really have to narrow it down for, for specific things and specific yeah. events. But for now, we can just say that large world events yeah. would leave behind items for our type of set. Yeah, once they're you know in the Objects past. that don't really have a use, they're outdated, but they're not considered like special enough to yeah. be placed in a museum, would have a chance of becoming a set. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think those ones are the hardest ones to find. Yeah. Because if it's just the idea, of, like you said, the typewriters, yeah. that is just five typewriters from across the world have become a set. Yeah. Just because ty- the just because the social concept of a typewriter has all of a sudden become it's outdated. It's outdated. Yeah. And the thing is that that there are there are there are you know thousands, tens of thousands of typewriters, probably more than that. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of typewriters. Maybe millions of typewriters. Someone out there knows how many typewriters ever made. <laughs> um, but not all of them became a set. No. Five of them did. Yeah. <laughs> well, the five that are, like, in still really good condition, but, you know, yeah. they're in somebody's basement, or they're in a storage locker, or one is at the dump, or... I I think I think going on the idea is that once they become... Once they become like these objects of power, these mm-hmm. this ah collectibles, the object of power. Yes. Uh, once they have become a collectible, they are unstealable. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, I mean, they're actually very stealable the first time. After yes. that, they're unstealable. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're indestructible. Yeah, I think so. I I don't think indestructible in the way that you could like hide behind one; it would save you from something. Like, no, it, it will still get hit, and yeah. it'll move and bounce around or whatever, but yeah. it will keep its form. Yeah, because at this point, it has become a constant. Yeah, you cannot you cannot use it as, like, a shield. Yeah. For something. I, I think they are also useless. Yeah. Like, if, if it was a bunch of flashlights, none of those flashlights work. No. Yeah. yeah. The typewriter does not work. No, they're all jammed. No. Except for that one typewriter, which just, keep, which just keeps having, help me, help me, help me, over and over again. That's part of a different set. <laughs> haunted objects ah uh, yes my ghost set yeah uh all right i think these ones tend to give you more of the metaphysical bonuses yeah and we're not talking about like crazy game changing this is like for very no, specific things. no it's so much effort for us for like a small percentage increase yeah you're like oh sweet i got the five typewriter set what does that do congratulations you can type three percent faster <laughs> Yeah, I mean, your, the, your spelling accuracy on keyboards, ten percent better. Yeah, I mean the percentages change somewhat. Yeah, I, I think some of them also might like unlock skills, and I think because I was like the, the typewriter what unlocks a skill that uh, you just know where all the keys are on a keyboard. Oh, sweet, sweet. 
Intrinsically. Intrinsically, you don't you don't have to look down. That would typing. make a lot of people better typers. It would make one person a better typer. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people, if they had that skill. Yes. Would, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it would make one, but only one person. I mean, because there could be multiple typewriter sets. Yeah. But yeah. This one increases your typing speed by 3%. Well, this one increases. You your... have a Remington typewriter. Yep. There could be a Remington typewriter set. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And each one has a different bonus. So if one person collects all those ones, they become the best typewriter. Typer best typer. World. Yeah, they get they t- they type like five to ten percent faster. Yeah, uh, the spelling is five to ten percent better. Yeah, they they don't have to look down ever ever. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the I do like the ones that give you just like I like a, a tiny almost inconsequential bonus. Yeah, because I was saying that you can like see you. It's just on you. Just know on keyboards where keys are yeah nope no my it doesn't translate to anything else you know what my favorite thing about this world is right now kevin what if you're an archaeologist and you're doing a dig like the chances of you coming across a collectible are pretty high if you're gonna dig something up oh no in this world we it's been a while since we brought this up jeremy action archaeologist archaeologist. yeah like this is a world that favors people who go and find collectibles. And you know what? It's totally like Indiana Jones Tomb Raider rules where it's like whoever gets there first gets it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because you can't steal them you once can't they're steal found. It. You can try and trade, though. You can try and trade, though. Uh, does that mean that... Um, that uh, How does that work? Like if, if people have half the collectibles on each side and they're just in a stalemate? Yeah. Then Well, the thing is, is that you don't necessarily have to trade for another collectible. Yeah. Right? You just have to accept an exchange. So what is that exchange? Could be money. Could be a house. Could be a tip on where another collectible is. Could be, so you know, so any also, number of things. It's also worth being friendly to these people just, just so that yeah. just so that you're like, hey, if we if we ever find, you know. <laughs> all right. So, hey, I found this set of, uh, of ancient urns that are collectible that allow you to carry 3% more urns. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, here's the thing. <laughs> and earn like objects. Yes. Um you can hold you can hold you can hold ten percent more water in your mouth. Yes. So like <laughs> but here's the thing. Like as an action action archaeologist, yeah. there are some that are Trademark. gonna be really, really beneficial to you. Yeah. Right? Like maybe you collect like a bunch of ancient weapons and that makes you better at fighting. And yeah. you're an action archaeologist, so you need to fight. Right? <laughs> Maybe maybe you find a bunch of ancient like farm tools. Yeah. And that gives you like a little bit more of a green thumb. You don't care about that one. Yeah. You're an action archaeologist. That's for selling. <laughs> That's for selling to a farmer. Yeah. Or a gardener. Or, or your gardener. Yeah. <laughs> or giving to your gardener. Yeah. <laughs> That's for going to New Zealand and my, selling it to them. My God, this would just be a world full of Lara Crofts and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> just just rich british people well the thing is is that the thing i love the most about these bonuses is that really they're quite small they're quite small quite small very specific but you get enough of them then it will put you above somebody else in skill but here's the thing yeah here's the thing kevin this is the real world so if you get all the different sites of sets of typewriters yeah right you get a bunch of bonuses, but you're still probably only as good as someone who's put in the time to actually learn how to type like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so, so really, the bonuses are a shortcut for people who get lucky or have the resources to trade. Maybe. Maybe. So this is how it works in some games. Maybe this works for the ones where there's like a lot of them mm-hmm. um, where it's a incremental thing. So yeah. you have. So let's say there are. Let's say there's 10 typewriters just for ease. Of okay. Doing this. Uh, this idea. You get three. You are three percent faster at typing. Yeah. You get five. You are seven percent faster at typing. You get seven. You are ten percent faster at typing. You get all ten. You can type without looking down. Yeah, and you are ten percent faster, and you're fifteen yeah, percent faster. Like, yeah, the, like, a scaling thing makes sense to well, me because that that means that yeah, having all the collectibles is actually a pretty sizable sizable boost. Yeah, but you need so many. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you need you need people to and and you need people to agree to do that. Like maybe yeah. this person's like, hey, I have three. I have that three percent boost. You have seven. I don't know if I want to lose my 3% boost just so you can get like a 5% boost and yeah. can, I don't know who you are. I don't like you. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, when you die, they re-enter the world. They though. do. They do. When you yeah. die, they re-enter so the world. So someone could murder unless, you. 
unless you put it in your will. Okay. What I the doing this means, Jeremy? What this world has so many more murder mysteries. <laughs> yeah, we have created a, a an eighteen. We've created a pulp world. We created a pulp, pulp world. Yeah, full of action archaeologists and mysterious deaths and detectives. <laughs> how how is it that this that this person changed their will to give you all their typewriters? <laughs> None of the family has ever seen you before. <laughs> I love- I love that the example that has stuck is typewriters. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Uh, Gerald Bigglesworth, the lord of the typewriter. I say he could type without looking down. <laughs> A skill that no one can do. <laughs> A skill that many people have learned that he can do without ever putting any effort in at all. <laughs> He ne- they say that he never missed a U. Yeah, Hughes- Te- technically, if you could type, if you knew where all the keys were on a keyboard, you also would type perfectly. You yeah. wouldn't have any spelling mistakes. Yeah, you would. Well, like, unless you didn't know how to spell. <laughs> you didn't know how to spell the word correctly. That yeah. is true. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have any misspellings. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, just. <laughs> you could no longer be like, "Oh, I missed that keystroke." No, you don't know how to spell that word, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Autocorrect. Oh, we know that you do, you don't misspell words. Yeah, we know. You've got that set. We've got the set. Yeah. You're a 17-year-old boy who has a set of typewriters bequeathed to him by his father, Gerald Bigglesworth, who died in mysterious circumstances on the morn of Saturday. <laughs> you know what else I love about this yeah. system? Yeah. Is that it's only individuals that can have the set. Yeah, you can. It's yeah. not your family doesn't get the bonus. I mean, if it was a, a corporation, fa- cannot get these. No, no, no. Because uh, corporations aren't people. No, no. As opposed to what some people have tried to do with the law. Yeah. However, you could do a thing where it's like, all right, I hear you're taking your driving test today, my child. I bequeath to you my set of fuzzy dice. <laughs> I have five of them, which means you are five percent better at driving. <laughs> in, like in what way? Just five percent better. For each roll of the dice, the bonus shall be applied differently. Really? You no. Know. Oh, all right. No, it's, it's just a flat bonus. Yeah. Come on, man. I only have five of them. Yeah. <laughs> I once met a man who had not but thirty. <laughs> they say they they say his parallel parking was more than adequate. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid fucking world this is i love these tales these tales of grandeur and adventure for <laughs> slight bonuses but the thing is is that and of course you get a hundred mosquitoes you can have a bar you can have a nutrient rich protein bar yeah <laughs> This world's dumb. It is dumb, but I I think the thing about this world that is uh, interesting and sort of the only thing in the world that can really power scale is that once something is a collectible, it is a collectible. It's a collectible. For all of time. Yeah. So that means the longer time goes on, the more of these sets are around. Yep. Yep. Which means that in the far future, someone could have like 50 sets of something and actually be, like, post-human almost because of it. <laughs> right? Very slightly post-human. Yeah. Well, it it's like, okay, well, I've got, I've got six different Olympic gold medals from the first version of the Olympics. Yeah. Which makes me more athletic. And I've also got the whole, like, Detroit Red Wings of 1999 skates, which is also a weird set that is in, in existence, which makes me, like... 2% better at skating or like whatever, right? Yeah. So you could have somebody who goes for similar to like set bonuses and they could become a almost supernatural athlete. Yeah, I mean, cuz remember <laughs> that bonus that bonus is on top of whatever you're able to do. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean this, this is something that we're like in, you know, 2165 some math nerd yeah. has just sort of been like, yes, the incremental increases in this in these abilities will soon add up. I have a 5% chance for bullets to bounce off me. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, 1% chance. You collect, you collect a bunch of bulletproof vests, you have a 1% chance that a bullet will just bounce off you. 
Bing. Yes, out of every 100 bullets, one won't <laughs> kill me. <laughs> I'm slowly eliminating all my weaknesses. <laughs> I am slowly el- eliminating a high chance of all my weaknesses. <laughs> This is for the people who play things like Path of Exile, and they're like, oh, I select this, and I get 1.2% electrical resistance. resistance? Oh, hell yeah. Whenever I read the um, patch notes on, like, on any of the, uh, uh, what are they called? The the, the, games? Well, no, the things like um, uh, League of Legends and MOBA, that's what it is, MOBA. Uh, they're always like, oh, we've we've adjusted the timing of this ability from 1.5 seconds to 1.25 seconds, and we believe it's made all the difference. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> That's what I imagine this is. Yeah, one, the, 100%. This is just, this is, this is just a fa- for fans of, like, minimal statistics. But here's the thing that I love, Kevin. Yeah. Other than the, like, food appearing in your hand for uh, do, doing the big thing. Yeah. There is no interface, nothing that tells people what these objects do. They pick them up and they're gone. <laughs> and then later they return to their house and it's there. And they're like, this is a special thing. Yeah. Right? But like people are going to be like, no, if you get too many of those, a, a, a foul curse will fall upon, upon your, you and your family. Right, and other people would be like, no, if you collect them all, you'll be the best there ever was. To catch them is your real test. To train them is your cause. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> How'd you get in my house? <laughs> your front door was open. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, a lot of it is just... I do feel like when you, when you have the collectibles, you get, like, a vague feeling of what it is. Yeah. Uh, but... but uh, but, I mean, only you get that, and you only get it once you get them all. Mm-hmm. So you could be like, I spent my entire life searching for all 40 of these porcelain dolls that were made at this one factory that burned down mysteriously, <laughs> as everything does in this world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And now I have them all, and as I pick up this last one, I'll find what my thing, what my new gift is. My skin is 0.5% harder. Oh, I think it would be your skin is five, like 5% clearer. Not porcelain. No. no. Porcelain, that would be clear. Oh, you mean clear as in yeah. like you, you, you have less blemishes. You have less blemishes. I thought you meant like you're slightly see-through now. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I, I collected all these objects. Now I am now my only my skin is slightly transparent. I just need to get these twenty different sets, and I will become the invisible man. It's the, it's the sort of thing where you look at someone and you're like, "There's something off about him." I don't know what is what is off about. Him? I can see a skull. That's, oh, what, that's it is. what it is. That's what it is. I can see the muscles around his skull. I thought yeah. he was just slightly red. No. Nope. <laughs> Would Th- you... Those are blood vessels. I have collected 40 porcelain dolls. Do you perhaps want them? <laughs> no, I'm good. Are you sure? Do you, you tell me you don't want 40 Victorian porcelain dolls to live in your house forever. Don't don't want it. They move with you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you cannot run away from them. I like how every house just has a room that they're like, this room is just going to be where those live. <laughs> yep. You can move them around your house in the way that you can be like, this is my collectible area, but you cannot physically move them. Yeah. You you have to be like, okay, you have to you have to connect your mind to our, to the patented cosmic force yeah. by just being like, you know what? You know you know we have this extra room after our children have moved out. We now have this extra room here that I suppose we could use for collectibles. Dolls. <laughs> no. Ah, ah, I forgot. That's why we kept them in the basement. <laughs> uh, Perfect. What a dumb world. I have six easy bake ovens. Everything I cook cooks 2% faster. I mean, <laughs> cook on a higher heat does oh. the same thing. Uh <laughs> I 
love that you also have to calculate the time. It's like, all right, so this 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 pizza pops as I cook it for one, one and a half minutes on one side and one and a half minutes on the other side. But I have but to I minus ten percent from I that. Minus, I have to do math to figure out how long I cook it for because I got all these fucking easy bake ovens. God fucking damn it! Why did I buy these? I didn't even mean to get them. I just kept finding easy bake ovens. It's like they wanted me. <laughs> Uh, if, if you like this episode, please give us a rating or review wherever you're listening to our podcast. We greatly appreciate it. And if you have ideas for objects of power that will grant you small bonuses or what killing or collecting of small things gets you, you should hit us up on Twitter. Either individually, I'm Astronman K. Weir. I'm at Mighty Fuse. You also get us together at Third Space Cast. Or if you'd like to, I don't know, have a long set, you can email it to us at thirdspacecast at gmail.com. Yep, and you can check out our website, which is thirdspacepodcast.com. That's right. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space, where Kevin and I give thanks. Well, we didn't do it for Canadian Thanksgiving, so I guess we're going to do it for the American one. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs> <laughs>